0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIBO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am nothing short of thrilled. I'm going to go with the word thrilled. to welcome back NFL Network, Steve Weiss to the show. Steve, you were, I believe, one of my first or second guests when this show premiered. I'm going with premiered. We're going to make this very dramatic. And I'm so excited to have you back for, I believe, your third appearance.
1: I, I did not know that I was like one of your, uh, you know, inaugural guests. And I'm even beyond flattered. <laughs> I'm always very grateful to be asked to come on. But wow, I feel yeah. special, Tracy. You're, well, you <laughs> yeah. are special. so yay.
0: <laughs> Well, we have a big game to talk about Monday night. It is the Rams, the 49ers, Monday Night Football at Levi's Stadium. The 49ers are one and two. Uh, and struggling incredible defense, not so great on the offensive side of the ball, no matter who has been a quarterback. So I think that's kind of an Im- important thing to talk about. And we'll get into that a little bit more. The Rams doing a little better, not exactly lighting the world on fire, but doing better. I don't want to go too deep into this because they're different seasons and different situations. But last year, the four Natters three and five, the season really on the brink of just being a disaster and over meet the Rams at Levi stayed him for Monday night football. Just, you know, Totally annihilate them. Yeah, Debo Samuel about. goes
1: absolutely nuts.
0: Uh-huh, and it was, it was crazy. Turns their entire season around. We're not quite there yet. We're in week four. They're one and two. But I guess let's start a little bit with the 49ers' offensive issues because you know you and I were talking a little bit before we came on. To me, it's less about the record. I mean, they're one and two. It's week four. Like, fine. It's more about their performance on the offensive side of the ball, especially when you have a defense that's playing at such a stellar level.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the quarterback issue is what it was. Everyone knew when Trey Lance started, there was going to be a learning curve. And you saw that mm-hmm. right out of the gate. Teens were like, mm-hmm. we're going to take Debo Samuel out of the game as a receiver and a runner. Okay, mm-hmm. what else do you got? You know, because George Kittle was hurt, right? He wasn't in the lineup mm-hmm. early on. So they really had no left hand to go to. They were shooting nothing but right-handed layups and defenses were stopping. Him. So then he gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, and Jimmy looks fantastic in relief, right? He is that backup mm-hmm. point guard who's coming in to ask to play extended minutes, eager to come in and show the world something, probably run just a very basic set of plays, but they have run them highly effectively because everybody else steps up. Then mm-hmm. in week three, they're playing a, a very, very good Denver defense. Jimmy looks completely lost because, once again, what mm-hmm. did they do? They took out Debo Samuel. Debo couldn't run mm-hmm. the ball. Um. Jimmy did not have time to throw it. And then Trent Mm -hmm. Williams gets hurt at left tackle, which was brutal. I mean, that is a brutal situation. Mm -hmm. The initial backup they put in clearly had no idea what to do, so they had to go to their third offensive tackle, and that was a wrap. You know, Mm -hmm. so I don't think the Niners are far away. The injuries Mm -hmm. along the offensive line are a concern. Um, But I think Jimmy will be a lot better against the Rams. He's had some great games against the Rams. I think the Mm -hmm. familiarity of some of the things they're doing with the defensive scheme will help. And just kind of that inherent rivalry that they have, will have everybody else raising their games a little bit on both sides of the ball. So I would expect a better overall performance out of the Niners. Does that result in the W we'll see, but we do know that they, they do tend to have the advantage over the Rams, you know, with the final two games of the the final two meetings of last year, kind of got to pitch those out of the window in that regard.
0: Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe Fifty to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And then, and the NFC Championship game. I think you could make the argument that they did play better than the Rams. They just had a couple plays not go their way, and the Rams won the, won. the turnovers. That's and that is you know what it comes down to. And I think that's worth. Talking about when you look at Sunday night, there's the offensive line issues, which have been an issue all season. The first couple weeks, this interior of the offensive line that everyone was so concerned about looked, you know, looked okay. Then you get against this Denver defense, which was you know just a completely different game. And then turnovers—you have an interception. You have two fumbles. And then, of course, really, it comes down to that safety. That's not something that, in theory, you're going to be seeing every week. So I don't know that there's much (laughs) more not, there. Let me tell you, they're going to have a safety every week. It is going to be a long 14 more weeks going on here in Santa Clara. Let me tell you that. But that play, of course, is a disaster. You have the safety, the pick six that gets called back, and that's where Trent Williams gets hurt. And so let's start there. Trent Williams, obviously the best left tackle in the league. The, many of his teammates call him the best player in the league. They'll probably end up with Colton McKivitz. No offense to Colton McKivitz, who actually did a yeoman's job in Week yeah. 18 when the 49ers did win that game to go to the playoffs, but he's not Trent Williams. Uh, this makes George Kittle, of course, a bigger part of the blocking game. It's just the, it's not just losing Trent Williams. It's what it does all the way down. And the domino effect is, So we saw the other night, Jimmy Garoppolo had very little time to throw. What happens this week and how can they counteract that?
1: Well, I mean, look, the one thing since the Rams don't have Von Miller is their pass Mm -hmm. rush has not been the same, right? Leonard Floyd's Mm -hmm. a good player, but he's got a banged up knee. And Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. And you know the Niners are going to commit at least two bodies to him at all Mm -hmm. times. So the other players have got to step up. And Terrell Lewis, you know, a talented third or fourth year player, he showed up something against Arizona. So if he shows up, then that's going to be an issue. So it's going to be a quick passing game. Um, And it's going to be the run game. I mean, the one thing the Niners have done successfully, regardless of the outcome is run the ball well against the Rams. That's one of the reasons why the Rams went out and got Bobby Wagner, who comes over from Mm -hmm. Seattle. He's familiar with the scheme. He's very good against the run. He's had a very good season thus far. So we'll see if they're able to kind of get that going. I mean, look, if, The Niners can run the ball that will alleviate a lot of the issues in terms of protection, simple football, but we hear Kyle Shanahan talk about it. We hear Sean McVay talk about it on the early downs. If you can run the football and get at least four to five yards. So you're at least second and six negative, like, you know, five and a half, whatever, instead of second Mm -hmm. and six plus, you got a lot more options. So I I do think, you know, the Niners are going to make the commitment to run. I think you'll probably see a lot of two back, two tight end sets, single wide receiver. Um, You know, Kyle always mixes it up, but the 49ers are not afraid to bang. They are not afraid to bang with the Rams. And I think that's what you're going to try to see early on. The key is they just cannot fall too far behind. And I wouldn't think that would be the case the way that Niners defense is playing
0: I would agree with that. You know, running the football kind of brings me to my next question. So thank you for that beautiful segue there. But you know, running the football is a hundred percent what they're gonna to need to do and be successful at it. Easier said than done. They don't have Elijah Mitchell. So, you know, Jeff Wilson is who we've seen in RB1. They don't have Ty Davis Price. So you've got basically Jeff Wilson Jr., Marlon Mack, the rookie Jordan Mason, of course, Kyle Yu's check at fullback. But as you said earlier, Debo Samuel has really been taken out of the game in that role. And it's gonna be interesting to see throughout the season. I don't know that the Fortnite is gonna be able to get it back because, because now everybody knows. And it's gonna be hard to do that. So it will be kind of interesting to see, but that will be the key to the game. And Kyle Shannon always says it. They want to run the ball, you know, 30 or more times. You can't always do that. But that is the key to success for this offense.
1: Yeah, but Kyle's so creative with what he'll do. I mean, he'll do some things like get the defense on his heels by getting use check, you know, play action, then dump it off eight yards down the field. And then, you know, Kyle's good for another five yards after he'll do some things to kind of disrupt keys. You know, I'll never forget one thing, Richard Sherman, when he was still in Seattle, told me about Kyle. He's like Kyle understands not only the principles of the opposing defense, but the integrity of what that defense wants to do Mm-hmm. And every play when he lines guys up, right. He'll come out with a formation to really stress every player's integrity. Like, okay, I know on this play, I'm supposed to get the back. if He comes out of the backfield, but the way this is set up, I've got to get the slot receiver. If mm-hmm. he goes into this part of the zone. So I think Kyle is going to do some things to really stress the integrity of, of what the Rams are doing. I mean, the Rams got several corners who are down. So they mm-hmm. might have to play three safeties, right? They may have to do some things that Kyle will steadily take advantage of. And I do I- expect Debo Samuel to be a big part of this game. Because remember last year, and I believe it was the playoff game, it might have been the Week 18 game, where Debo was doing a lot of wide sweep stuff. And, you know, the Rams mm-hmm. initially were coming up, Jalen Ramsey like a bat out of hell, smacking his, you know, smacking Debo in the mouth. And then Debo just <laughs> drops a pass over his head a little bit later. For a touchdown, mm-hmm. so I think there's going to be some creative things from the Niners' offense early on to try to not only extend some drives but to to get some touchdowns. It just happens every time these two teams play.
0: It, it, it's true, and, and Kyle Shanahan does seem to be in his bag whenever he plays the Rams. I mean, it's like the the best of Kyle Shanahan <laughs> seems to absolutely come out. And I'm glad you brought up Kyle Shanahan. He's obviously on a, under fire this week. I mean. I'm going to say he's under fire on Twitter, which is not a real place. And he is not under fire. He is not. Sorry, guys. He's not on the hot seat. Like he's he's fine. And it's ridiculous, but I'm glad you brought this up because it is ridiculous. And you do have one of the more creative coaches in the league. And it's just, people have to calm down in the words of the great Taylor Swift. I said that earlier this week on the podcast, but I mean, everybody needs to calm down, you know, like it's just, it's kind of crazy, but, I think we will see that creativity and then everybody'll love him again. All of a sudden he'll be a genius I mean, here's,
1: again. Here here's the easy retort to all of that stupidness, Tracy. Okay, let him go somewhere else.
0: And okay, who are you gonna that's get this better?
1: That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sean mm-hmm. McVay's not going up there. Rams are letting him go. No. Nope. All right. So so who you got? Let him go somewhere else. Let mm-hmm. him let him get with Joey Burrow. Right? Let him yeah. get with Lamar Jack. Okay.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: You know, you don't want him. You're disappointed. Okay. Go get somebody else. Good luck with that one.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. Who who are you going to find that's better? Nobody, definitely nobody. So I'm glad Well, we solved that, we can like, we can nip that in the bud. Now we can have some nip in the bug. So let's talk a little bit about this 49ers defense and let's talk about turnovers because you know, as stellar as they played, it was 49ers committed three turnovers. They did not themselves. Get any turnovers, uh, so that of course was the story. That and the safety were the story of the game the other night, and it's always going to be the turnover battle. I mean, that's usually there. Except there was a game in 2019 where the 49ers played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I believe there were five turnovers. The 49ers and they still somehow ran the game, but that is the exception, not the rule. So we'll, we'll start with that. But this 49ers defense has been incredible. But what do they need to do? I mean, Matthew Stafford. I'm going to say he loves throwing so interceptions. He doesn't, but he's interception prone. We'll say yeah. that He'll he's not playing won. at the level you know there's there's usually good for for one it's not playing maybe at the level that we have seen uh in the last you know year or so and we'll see how much that elbow injury becomes an issue as the season goes on but what does this 49ers team need to do to be better at creating turnovers and winning that battle and and I almost hate to even say this cuz the defense has just been so good that I don't I don't know what they need to do to improve but yeah, I mean, maybe we we'll get the offensive break
1: I mean, I look at that. I look at that Denver game. It's like when did they have an opportunity? It was three and out, three and out, three. It was just a yeah. punt fest, right? You know, mm-hmm. and when Russell was throwing the ball. He was off the mark most of the time, so it, it wasn't like they had a they, they had a ton of opportunities. Maybe punching the ball out. I mean, but that's easier said than done. Um, they'll have some opportunities this game because you know, like both these quarterbacks will give you an opportunity. Both Jimmy yeah. G and <laughs> sure. Matthew Stafford. We'll put a one or two in the air game where you've got an opportunity to pick it. Um, you know, the key for this defense, you know, is to get the Rams, as we just talked about, in second and six plus, mm-hmm. you know, kind of forcing them to throw. Now, what's been interesting the Rams the past two games is Sean McVay has finally taken a page out of the Kyle Shanahan book and started using a fullback, mm-hmm. but the fullback is a wide receiver named Ben Skoranek. So technically, they are still in their 11 personnel, which is one tailback, one tight end, three wide. But they mm-hmm. motion one of those wide receivers, Skoranek, who's about 225 and has you know, a complete linebacker's mentality to come in there and play the Kyle, Kyle Juszczyk role. They use them in the same way as a lead blocker or they'll give them a play action, slip them out and throw them the ball. So these are some things that Sean has planted the past two weeks now that the Niners have to game plan for. So when they see this look 8, 10, 12 times a game, okay, is it a run situation or second and five and in, or could they possibly release him in coverage? So you have to kind of commit to that guy, which is going to leave one of those, you know, Cam Akers Daryl Henderson who are very good in the run and pass games as a threat to occupy a safety or something. So the gamesmanship has begun without the snap Mm -hmm. being taken. So the key for the 49ers is just not to let the Rams get in favorable second down and distance. That is the, again, it is a basic coach speak topic. But when these two teams play, that's really what it comes down to. And if the Niners can keep them in second and long to kind of force force the passing game, then what are the Rams going to do? because they still have yet to kind of fully figure out how to incorporate Allen Robinson. He, he got more touches last week, but he has not been incorporated like a Robert Woods was, or like an Odell Beckham mm-hmm. was. That's still mm-hmm. a work in progress. And to kind of to that point, Tracy, you know, you, you said the Rams, you know, Matthew Stafford, these guys haven't looked great. This is how the Rams look every year. They just tend to start That's out better because they may open up against the team like the Bears and not the Buffalo Bills. And so that's kind of why they don't look all that great because they try to peak in December and not September. Same with the Niners. Same with the Niners.
0: I was going to say, same with the Niners. And that's why I think people, it is amazing to me how everyone is talking about how the sky is falling because, again, this was a team that was three and five and it was basically over and came back and ended up in the NFC Championship game. So I don't know that the sky is ever falling. And I think every year feels so dramatic and like it's all a disaster and all of that. But it's football. And, you know, you say the record, them being one and two, it doesn't even sound that bad. But like I said at the top of the show, it's really kind of what we've seen on offense that is more concerning. And can they correct that? I agree with you. Jimmy will get better. And I do think there's something to be said for the fact that he had shoulder surgery, no OTAs, no training camp, and he had been the backup quarterback. And so he hadn't been the starter. And I see a lot of argument, but yeah, but this is the offense he's been running for five years, but it doesn't matter. You You still need to get chemistry with the people you're throwing the ball to. You still need to have time to throw the ball. So it doesn't matter. And I think everybody needs to just, you know, give it a beat. They have the Rams and they have the Panthers. They have the Falcons. And then they have the Chiefs and then they have the Rams again. So over these next several weeks, we'll see him get better. We'll see the offense get better. They can squeak out two or three wins. I believe they're in pretty good shape. Moving in, then, then they have their bye week.
1: And, and Tracy, let's not forget, George Kittle has not been 100 percent yet. Right. Yes, so so you got to get the George Kittle factor incorporated into everything as well. Once he gets going, like they'll kind of figure out ways to manipulate this offensive line. It is, it is, they're gonna yeah. have their their issues. Right, but they'll mm-hmm. find ways to manipulate right. it. They'll go too tight. You know, they use Kittle as a primary blocker or, or another tight end as a primary blocker sometimes. But they'll get it going. I mean, that's the come Like right now, we're having this debate: are the Eagles or the Dolphins the best team in the NFL? I'm like, talk to me in November. Right. I mean, there's always these teams that that come out like gangbusters, and it's very hard to go wire to wire. Right. We we mm-hmm. see it every year, and then some teams just kind of. Hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. And then in early December, they're the proverbial, this is the team you don't want to be playing right now. And it seems like every other year, that's the 49ers. I think that's true.
0: I mean, it really is true because it's funny. And, you know, in 2017, which was obviously very much the rebuild, I don't even think rebuilding is even the right term. It was a complete culture shift and change right. of everything, and everyone had bought in. But in December, when Jimmy Rappel came in and they did go on that five game win streak, nobody wanted to play them. And you had teams like the Jaguars going to the playoffs who lost to them. You had teams that were affected by the 49ers in 2018 injuries. 2019, nobody wanted to play them all year because they were pretty much beating everybody. But, you know, even in, in 2020, you know, who knows? But last year, I think they fit that. And going to the playoffs, nobody wanted to play them. And it for right. They went into Dallas and Green Bay and won. So, you know, we are still early. This will be our first game of October for the 49ers, but it is only week four and a long, long way to go. So, you know, but I do think, and I don't want to over-dramatize it, but I do think this game becomes very important from, to me, becomes very important from, you want to see improvement from the offense, you want the defense to continue to play well. And I also almost think from a kind of team perspective, At a certain point, it's got to take its toll if you've got a defense that's playing lights out every week and the offense just can't score points. And I imagine that's got to mentally take its toll, and I don't know what that does behind the scenes. And again, I don't want to start controversy or be overly dramatic, but it would be... I, it would be just be a good thing for all around if the 49ers can actually get some points on the board.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't think that, I don't think that would affect the Forty ers I mean, the culture up there is is really is really different, right? They've they have a very special mm-hmm. culture. I've, I'm in most locker rooms, right? Mm-hmm. And it's with some teams, that would absolutely impact them. Like at some point in Denver, if they don't get this offense going, you're going to have dudes like we paid all this guy all this money. We've got all these wide receivers and these running backs and so on, and they can't score. So is it the Mm -hmm. offense or is it the coach? I mean, there's going to be people asking those questions. I don't see that happening with the 49ers because, one, most of this nucleus has been together for a very long time. Two, this is how it is because everyone prepared for the season knowing that Trey Lance was going to be the starter. That was the game plan anyway. The defense is what was going to be the glue for this team to succeed. So, again, I, I just don't think if it takes a while for this offense to get going that everyone's going to be like, our, our guys in a defense game, are like, damn, this offense is, is killing us. You know, they're asking us to bail them out every game because I'll tell you this the mindset of a defensive player go three and out because I want to get back on the field. Right. I mean, it's, it's, you want to play as many snaps as you possibly can. <laughs> um, now, at some point, you know, you do have to score. But, right.
0: It's more about the fact that you do need to score points to win the game. Correct. That becomes, of course, the bigger issue. I am no expert, of it, but if there's one thing I know, it is that you,
1: got, you <laughs> gotta score points. And look, and look, you know, people we talk like we talked about scoring points. Everyone talks about oh last year in 2021, the Cowboys scored more points than anybody else. You know where like seven or eight of their touchdowns came from? Defense and special defense. teams. Mm-hmm. You know, so the offense was good, but it wasn't lights out like people think it is if they just read the stat sheet. So if the Niners can get their hands on their on some balls, and they will. I mean, that defensive front, Chris Kaserik, their D line coach, my God. You know, whenever Armstead comes back, it's only going to make things better. So, you know, that that part is going to come. They get Al Zaire back, you know, whenever. He's going to make it better because mm-hmm. that linebacking crew is as special as it gets. I mean, I love Fred Warner, uh, Al Jair, and Greenlaw. So, you know, that, that, part, that part is not – that's going to stay solid. You know, unless they have some injuries, that part's not going to go away.
0: And they have a – a much, much better secondary and the yep. addition of Charvarius Ward was Ward is fantastic. Huge for the team. I mean, he's a fantastic player. And just watching him on the field and everything that he does and, and where he is. I mean, he's it's just next level from anything that they've been used to for some time now. Uh, you brought up Eric Armstead, so I'll give everybody a little just an update from Thursday's practice. He did not play, he's still out, but Kyle Shanahan said he's hopeful he'll be back. We talked a lot about the offensive line, maybe some good news coming. Daniel Brunskill was at least at practice on a limited basis for the first time this season. So some progress there. So there's my good news treat for the day. Um, who would have thought that no, no disrespect to Daniel Brunskill who has been great for this team, but that's my good news treat for the day is that Daniel Brunskill was limited in practice, hey, but that matters. We'll and it, it. it really matters now. So it becomes a very, very big deal. So, that's kind of where we're at. And and you're right with that defense. I mean, they are absolutely incredible. And I think the secondary, too, we haven't even seen them as good as they've been. You know, they're playing together for the first time. This is their first few games together. So we're going to see that get better and better. And so, you know, and this is a good opportunity for turnovers for both teams. As we said, both quarterbacks will interception happy. And this would be a great one for the Niners to come up with a couple real, of Matthew Stafford. Real, real
1: quick on the secondary. Please. I mean, Emmanuel Mosley's been a pretty good player, but what he's playing like right now, I okay. mean, he's coming up and he's rocking guys. He's always around the ball. And again, it's, I think it's a function of the entire defense, but the development, you know, D'Amico Ryan and the other end coaches, the development of players on that defense, it is hard to develop guys okay. in the NFL once the season starts. And the the continued growth you've seen out of some of these players you know, that coaching staff is is as good as it gets. And I mean, I know they've churned through some guys, but when you see some of these guys playing like this, you know, props, props to them
0: and kind of, you know, and Emmanuel Mosley, first of all, I'm going to do a shameless plug. I have a story on Emmanuel Mosley and John Jennings coming out Monday morning. So make sure right. everybody read it. Uh They were teammates at Tennessee and they both kind of coming into the league long shots. So you guys make sure to, lead to to read that. But I think it's worth mentioning Emmanuel Mosley was an undrafted free agent who made the team because he could play defense and he could play special teams. He gets hurt on like the third play of his, his first game and he's out the rest of the season. But that's incredible. And I think it's worth mentioning Various Ward, although the Four ers didn't develop him, he was also an undrafted free agent. So I just like mentioning that generally because you've got two pretty tremendous players at corner. And I think in terms of talent scouting and even for the 49ers to look at Charverius Ward, who's probably a top six corner in the league and pay him the money and bring him in you know I think there's something to be said for that because they also get a lot of flack on drafting and not being able to scout talent that's my twitter voice <laughs> they can't scout that's, that's my, that's my yeah, twitter okay. voice which I disagree okay. with yeah they've got so
1: many bad players on their team oh yeah terrible. <laughs> it's terrible so g- many- I guess he's the same I guess he's the same people who are saying that Kyle should be uh should be fired, right
0: Oh, it's definitely the same people. I think they're on a list. I think there's some kind of Twitter list of takes that don't make have sense. You, have, but... you checked,
1: have you checked to see if their IP addresses are coming from LA, Seattle, and Arizona?
0: <laughs> exactly. It's like the tickets last year for the NFC Championship game. Okay. It's the same people for sure. It's definitely the same people. All right. So, Steve, I'm going to say prediction time. I'm going to put you on that. I'll do it, too. I'm so bad at score predictions. Like I'm embarrassingly bad at it, but I do it as well because... I feel like I should be in lockstep with my guests. So I'll let you go first, but who do you think wins this game?
1: Um, I'm going to say the Rams get it 24-21, and this is where the Trent, Williams, mm-hmm. the Trent Williams loss pays in. We see Aaron Donald has come up clutch against these guys at the end of games a couple times, and I think he's going to be right there again.
0: I am going to have, I've been going back and forth on this a lot. I really have. I've been going back for us. There's a big part of me that feels they're going to win this game and then lose to the Panthers and the Falcons. Just kidding. That would be terrible, but I could see it happening. Um, Don't but not sleep I,
1: on the Falcons now.
0: Well, that's Go why ahead. I'm saying, I think they're
1: Go going to ahead. win this
0: game. and <laughs> that's, why, that's what I'm telling you. It would but also would be very on brand. And I think you can't sleep on the Falcons, but, and they'll have had a long road trip and the whole thing, but, I think because I have a lot of 49ers fans that listen and because I said all those mean things about Twitter, I'm going to go ahead and give the 49ers the win 21 to 20 and you're welcome guys. I don't know if this actually happened. (laughs) Now
1: you you got them going 14 and two, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: No. Oh no. I definitely don't. (laughs) I think this is a, this is a 10 win team would be is my feeling on that. Sorry, guys. I know I gave them such a gift. I think to Fort Adams better fans. Than
1: that. We'll see.
0: See? Well, there you go. So I'm and so optimistic November, about this, but
1: we'll see. Come we'll November, see. man. The two teams playing Sunday night are going to be rocking and rolling.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is going to be a game. Well, maybe we'll have to have you back on to talk about that other L.A. team in the game in November. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for joining me. Please remind everybody where they can find you on social and beyond.
1: Yep, Twitter and IG at Weiche, W-Y-C-H-E 89. Those are the numerals, Weiche 89, uh, NFL Network, uh, daily, pretty much daily on NFL Now from 10 to, two, 10 to 12 Pacific time and typically on game day mornings, except the next two Sundays because we're going to be over in England and kickoff's going to be starting at 6.30 Pacific time in the morning. So we've got no show.
0: Yeah, that's just much too early for anybody. That's silly. So
1: that's my it's feeling awesome. on that. It's awesome. <laughs> Early for you, sure, I will be There's football all
0: day long. And actually, this week, I get to enjoy that. Because four yes. hours are Monday night, so I actually get a Sunday of football. There you go. Maybe I'll get myself up at 6.30, get some coffee, and watch some football in London. Yeah. Watch the Saints should. and the Vikings, right? I, I think, think I will. Should. I'll make sure to document on the gram. All right, guys. If you like what you heard, and I know you did, please make sure to leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network. We are brought to you by FIVO. We are brought to you by Bet Online. And I'll talk to everybody next week. We'll see which one of us was right. Bye, y'all.